talk about COVID. Dr. Joe Eastman is kind enough to join us. This is our COVID modeling specialist. And, you know, I, I there's going to be a day when I'm going to have Dr. Joe on just to talk about the NBA because he does love his Timberwolves action. And I look forward to that. We, we don't have to talk about these other things, but unfortunately, we do still have to talk about COVID because it's getting bad again. Dr. Joe Eastman, he has worked with NASA. He's worked with the LTER. He's worked with Colorado State University. He's per- currently part of uh, the University of Texas Austin modeling uh, COVID modeling team, as well as also are you, the WHO. Is you working with them, too? Yeah, the World Health Net- Network, WHN. 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 He's out there. He's in demand, and he's in Grand Rapids as well. Uh, it is Dr. Joe, kind enough to join us right now. Hi, Dr. Joe. Hello, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. You want a sign of the time? I, I had to go to get a, a checkup on the old back today. And so I went in there, and I'm in there, and something happened that's never happened. I was in a... In a, a doctor's office they came in you know how they have that hazardous uh, the hazardous material drop box for like needles for inoculations they oh, had yeah, they, yeah. they have one of those things the guy came in and it's like yep i gotta i gotta replace this and said boy that must not be that often he goes it's every two days during the season because they're getting the good news is a lot of people are getting in to get their flu and covid shots right now but there's a reason why we need to get everyone in and get their flu and covid shots right now exactly it's uh, it's it's ramping up even here in Minnesota. The Midwest is uh, the current hot spot of nationwide, um, and uh, you're also seeing the RSV and influenza starting to come up too. And uh, there is a driver behind all this. <laughs> the well is there okay so let's actually I want to get back to that what you just said there. There's a driver behind both of those, but let's talk about BA two. Eight six. This is the variant of that we are we're kind of dreading right now. It has uh, increased threefold in the United States in recent weeks. Said federal tracking is shown. We, you know, you and I had talked. We haven't talked about this before. Where exactly did uh, BA two eight six? Do you have any idea where it originated from? Uh, oh gosh, I should know that off the top of my head, but I don't at the moment. Okay, I'd have to go back and look at it. But um, yeah, it's. It's a it's partially you know part of the uh, BA two original sequence that raised a little havoc here in the country. So um, it's acquired so many new spike proteins though with this new mutation and uh, and uh, is come into uh, nine different strains now that are dominating the JN one through JN dot nine. Uh, primarily JN.1 and JN.4 have already wreaked havoc in Europe. Um, if you look at the tracking date on that, you can't even see Europe underneath all the, all the dots right now. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, just uh, reaching uh, some peaks in the East Coast, particularly New York and the, the northeast area of the country, and, and it's in the Midwest. And we also have a new uh, recombinant uh, called XDD, which is a recombinant of the of this uh, JN1 and EG5. Remember that? Mm-hmm. That's the one that just recently dominated for so long. So uh, this is spreading a lot faster than we thought it was going to originally. And uh, the new uh, mutations have also increased its uh it's transmission, but uh, it still has a, a really strong affinity for binding to the ACE2 protein site. So that's why it, uh, it gets in your body and it's hard to get rid of right now. 
you had, you had kind of alluded to this earlier. You had said that there's a there's a common driver between the increase in flu and this increase in this new COVID. Is it just the holidays? Is it the fact that I mean we had a bunch of people over at our house for Thanksgiving? Is it is it now just is is that the real big? I mean, you're not going to stop it, but the reality is 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 that just kind of the the acceptance is the fact that once we start getting family get-togethers over the holidays, is that that's when this stuff really takes off. Yeah, I guess I should have said drivers, not mm. driver. Um, <laughs> that's that's one of them. Uh, you know, the kids going back to school, and shortly after we saw the, this most recent increase in the, in the uh, it, it's the HV1 mutation that uh, is currently dominating, and that took over from EG5. But that was right after school started, and then we had the Labor Day. Uh, holiday get together and that spreads things around a little more. So we had a little peak after that, and then it kind of slowly started uh, trickling down a little bit, and now it's coming right back up as the, the weather turns colder and uh, everyone, all the kids are back in school. And and uh, the other driver that I'm referring to is called immune deficiency. And um, what the uh, I guess I, I can explain this in very simple terms in terms of your immune system. There's a, there's a humoral uh, immune, immunity that uh, recognizes the antibodies and, and, uh, and teaches your B cells uh, to, to fight back. Um, and then there's another kind of immunity called cell-mediated immunity, and that doesn't depend on the antibodies and uh, is driven by the, your mature T cells and macrophages and, and the release of cytokines. Um, what has happened is this darn virus has mutated so much that it's found out how to disrupt both of those uh, immunity pathways. And uh, our, our immune deficiency is what I call it. Our immune systems are just under assault, and, and uh, it's often referred to now in some circles as airborne HIV in a sense. Um, because it's, it's destroying our immune systems. And we are not, uh, we're weakened to the point where all of a sudden everything else is going to take off um, from, uh, you know, from the flu vaccines and, and uh, things like that are, are, are on the increase. But you're looking at, at skin infections, 24% higher. Uh, UTI is almost 40% higher. Bacterial infections, 43% higher. Fungal infections, 21% higher. Parasitic infections, 82% higher. And viral infections, 4.4 times higher than they were before. Intestinal um, infections, one and a half times higher. I mean, it's impacting all facets of our life right now. And that's what's got me so freaked out at, at, at currently right now. And I saw this coming like over two years ago. So and, uh, if, if I can kind of just I mean, maybe just dumb this down even a little bit more. It's, so what you're saying is this, is that so if you had COVID and your body has got antibodies, it doesn't matter. This new variant will work its way through the system. Is it the same for if you've got these vaccinations is that it doesn't really matter? It's just this thing is designed to to weed its way through any kind of protective system that we already have. You got it. Um, wow. That's it. You know, the, the vaccines are good because they, they will tend to reduce the severity and, and also hospitalizations. That's that's why you don't see hospitals overwhelmed right now, because 
over 60% of the people are walking around and they don't even know they have it right now because their immune system, the response is not there. You don't have all the symptoms going on and everything. So that's the really scary part. You know, people may have good intentions, but boy, if you don't know you got it, (laughs) why would you change anything? (laughs) Well, and and this goes back to then, we we can piggyback this back then on the 60% it's asymptomatic that that's why it's so dangerous when you're looking at family get-togethers, football games, basketball games, hockey games, you know, going to the mall, the shopping season. You know, it's it, – I think that that's the thing which is kind of somewhat terrifying is that we have a lot of people that just think to themselves, well, it's asymptomatic and not going to have a problem, but they don't realize that 40% by your own math then, 40% of the people that you run into are not going to be asymptomatic, and they're going to get this, and that could be family members, could be anyone else. I know it is. That's why we all got to work together and kind of have a multi-layered attack pattern here, you know, instead of being so reactive with our uh, vaccines once a year, we come out with a new monovalent booster this time or a bivalent booster. But, boy, it's, it's, this is not the way to win the battle. And uh, I just did a recent modeling study where if 100% of the people wore masks right now, N95s, we could drop this thing down to a trickle. If you, mm-hmm. you wouldn't even know what's around. Of course, once you take the mask off, everybody's going to—it's going to rise up again. But I mean, I'm just—it just points out the need for people to be masking and having good air filtration systems in our public gathering places and private businesses and and things like that. Which I'm, I'm seeing more movement towards that, and that's encouraging. All schools should have the, the retrofitted. Uh, air filtration systems right now it's just ridiculous that our our kids are being subjected to this right now well it's it's an epidemic of inconvenience you know it's just i don't want to be inconvenienced and so a pandemic is something that i'm i'm willing to tolerate as long as i don't i don't get mildly inconvenienced and i think that that's part of the problem it does seem like though and you have been fairly critical of the CDC and the White House and the way that they've kind of dropped their, their the ball ever since, you know, really since, you know, kind of beginning of 2022. They really haven't been on the ball as much as possible. It does seem like a lot of people are reeling back and saying, OK, we, this is not over now because of this new variant and these new things that they're they're seeing something coming down the road that tells them this is going to get bad. You're, you're right. I mean, uh like even something as simple as the newsletter, I, I've noticed all kinds of new. I get new subscribers every day now. Uh, people are starting to wake up, I think, a little bit to this and realizing, hey, this this is not going to go away uh, mm-hmm. unless we we really uh, all get together and and uh, you know as one fight this thing and and beat it back. Uh, at least give us more time, you know, through masking and the the air filtration systems and. And watch out. Be careful at your public gatherings and your holiday parties and things like that. Uh, you can even wear a personal air filtration device. It, it might look kind of strange, but uh, they're very effective devices. Um, you know, have people test before they come over for a big family gathering and things like that. And that will buy us some time because I think we're probably, you know, three to four years away from a, a universal vaccine, we hope, uh, there's a lot of progress made on that front right now, and uh, it, that is encouraging part of it. Um, 
but we don't have any treatments really for people that do get it. Uh, China's been treating people with HIV drugs for over two years now to uh, help mitigate the, the, the seculi of the, the infection and, and post-seculi. So uh, these are all, there's all kinds of factors that we got to consider and, and respond as one. Uh, to. Well, and you talk, you talked about it, it's airborne HIV. I mean, it, 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 that's a terrifying thought process considering what they, you know, HIV was doing to people. Have the Chinese, have they, they, so they've discovered that HIV treatments are helping with people that are getting COVID? Yeah. Well, it, it, it's kind of hard to assess because, you know, they're they're kind of a closed society yes. in so many ways. And they don't give us the data that we really need. But, uh, yeah, I, it, it, it can't hurt. I mean, we got packs with it now. That's our way of treatment, and there's a couple other treatments that we can use, you know. But kids can't have packs with it. They're, on, they're not old enough, and it's not approved for them. So, um they're the ones that are really ramping up with the influenza and the RSV right now too. That's that's frightening, and uh, it's driven because most of the kids have already had a COVID infection, and their immune system has taken a battering, and we continue to allow it. So, uh, yeah, I hate to have grim news, but <laughs> it's reality as far as I can see it. Dr. Joe, you last time, one of the last times you were on with us, you talked about you know try to get this vaccine. This one seems to be better. I, I, I'm going to I don't know how, where you're going to go with this, but uh, is there one of the vaccines that if you have an option, you you should try to seek out that covid vaccine as opposed to other ones? Um, you know, that, that, that is a really good question. And a new uh, study just came out with all all the different types of vaccines and how they respond to um, the, the variants. But the, they only, the study only went up through XBB uh, 1.5. Um, my initial response was Novavax uh, appeared to be, be the best at the time. And now when I look at this study, um, it's all pretty much on equal footing in, in terms of the uh, efficacy of the different vaccines. So um, I, I don't know. I, I have trouble with uh, they're, they're starting to get more, uh, what would you call it, concern about uh, immune system imprinting where we keep giving ourselves this, these uh, uh, mRNA vaccines, and uh, it's, it loads, uh, uses up a lot of our, our cells for specific variants, so to speak. And um, that's what their memory is going to be for for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's a little concerning. It's, it's still in a research phase, so you know. We have to sit back and wait, kind of, uh, as more data comes in to uh, really truly assess that type of uh, mechanism. Why don't you give us a little bit of a lay of the land on the long COVID? You and I have talked about that. I don't think we talked about it the last few times. Um, I know it's still out there. It's still a, a big thing, and it's, of course the, the damage that's being done to people's immune system and minds because of this long COVID. Um, where is it standing at? Is are, are the, do you see if the numbers are are getting less on long COVID, or is it pretty much staying the same? It's um, the, the most recent data I have is is still around the ten uh, percent figure wow. that are uh, people. But you know, as long as their immune systems under this assault like it is right now, that darn virus can sit sitting deep inside your tissues of different organs. And you know, the, I I was just looking at some brain scans and and they look just like 
the person had aged like 10 or 15 years. Wow. Um, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's really scary stuff that's going on. And, and, uh, there's, you know, the, the different cardio types of, of, uh, problems that are arising from long COVID. Um, if you go onto the WHN site, there is a fantastic resource for looking at long COVID. And I think we got like 245 different symptoms of it up on that site. And it, it will point you to the research and literature and, and all kinds of information about the, the long COVID. So, um, there's one other thing on the, the WHN site that I, I hope people will, will go. And what it is is you, uh, your local hospital, you find out what their masking policy is. And then you go into this website and, uh, you, you, Type in what what's going on, where it is, and the hospital name and such, and what they're they're uh, they're they're doing to to fight the spread of the different uh, pathogens. So uh, you know, I referred to that in the hip hip pack uh, stuff that we talked about a couple yeah. weeks ago, and um, we really need more of that data so we can push the hospitals to all of them having masks at all times, and, and not surgical masks, N95. So, so those are, uh, can I ask you yeah. this? I mean, from what you describe, and, you know, maybe this is so lame and it's, it's, it's way off base, but could we, due to long COVID, have people, I mean, we, we don't know the long-term effects of this, but you say it ages people internally, that you're seeing this. Is it possible that we could start seeing people, say, pass away at 48, 50 years old of old age, because they had all long COVID, uh, you know, conditions that that basically were prevalent within their system. Well, we'll notice that their memories for sure. But yeah, it was, we can have organ failure. You're starting to see more wow. mortality among the uh, younger generation right now, and uh, it's because of this organ failure and our immune systems being driven down. And I just right. saw a study that you know the original SARS one. Remember that one? Yeah, it was back in. Gosh, twenty years ago or something. Yeah. Um, people still have long, long symptoms, long-term symptoms from that. Eighteen years later, I guess it is. So yeah, two thousand five. So uh, yeah, this is something. That it, it's going to hang around you the rest of your life for, uh, in some cases, depending on what what the long long-term uh, post-secular outcome is. So okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, okay. I'm going to let you have some positivity here in a second here, but let's, let's make sure we give, give out the advice. Once again, as you've been saying, if you're going to a large gathering, Hey, everyone getting tested beforehand, not the worst idea. Having a mask, not the worst idea. Everyone should clearly get vaccinated for both the flu and for the COVID shots that are available right now. Correct. You got it. That's, that's right. Spot on. All right. Uh, you are a T-Wolves fan, right? (laughs) <laughs> you bet. I, I coached basketball for about 30 years, so I I love my hoops. <laughs> well, I got Broadcorp as my Vikings guy. You're now my T-Wolves guy. Best in the West oh. right now. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it. How about that game last night against OKC? That was that they, they kind of took – although that was only a three-point game, they kind of looked really good in a lot of those points. I mean, OKC put in a good fight, but they I, I don't think I really felt like Minnesota was going to lose that game. You know, it's so fun to watch them now because I don't sit there and bite my nails every day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They're going to be just fine, you know. And 
I think Anthony Edwards could be the next Michael Jordan. I could, that, that kid is fantastic. All right, we're gonna. I'm gonna see if I can get Ant give you an autograph for all your good work that you've done over these years. I'm gonna see what I can pull off for that. Okay. Oh my God! I, I jumped through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, Joe. We need you back here in a few weeks. All right. <laughs> so, um, uh, Doctor Joe Eastman. Uh, once again, there is a there is a newsletter. I will make sure I link to this. If you're not following him, follow him there. Link. Look for that link. Follow. Subscribe. And this is the information that you need. And as you can hear, it's it's not over, and it is it is still pretty scary out there. But Doctor Joe, I really appreciate it because. There's just too many people that are ignoring this stuff right now. We need to keep talking about it. You stay safe, man, and uh, protect everybody and inform them. Just what you're doing right now helps a lot.